And here they come. Now, though, Brian O'Neill, Conlon White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonald, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for love! Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Loud are in front. And here it is. Loud are All-Ireland champions for the third time. Clubs made it two out of two in Leinster, and I went away with the young Irelanders to see how they got on in the Midlands versus Kilbeg and Shamrocks. While at home, the mocked this beat Longwood of me GAA. So, two great wins, and we get into them. So, thanks very much for tuning in and listening to this week's We Are Loud podcast. So uh, I set the scene, it's a lovely, crisp, autumnal day, dark shadows and bright skies and I'm just driving across the heart of County Mead and just on the tip of West Mead, coming through um, Beliva, Raharney and coming up through Kinnegad and should be at the Downs, GA Grounds for what is the first round of the Leinster Junior Championship the Dundalk Young Irelanders are playing Kilbegan Shamrocks another Shamrocks team that won in Westmead this year the Mullingar Shamrocks won the senior so it's a, it's a nice voyage it's a, it'll be a little over a trip for the boys from Dundalk um, it's always like everyone's saying it's bonus territory every manager you've talked to all grades that have won a county championship they're happy and content in that and now it's bonus territory and the bonus territory is getting in the, the club bus or the the convoy of cars and making your way across the province to uh, take on other teams a similar, similar level um, and uh, representing their county and there's massive pride when you boil it down that you're, rep- you're actually not only representing your club you're representing your county and you're representing your club on behalf of your county so it's a great day out it's it's full of wonder and hope and the whole lot so we've made the trip down to the downs grounds and um, should be a good game the uh, Quebec and Shamrocks with a background to the game Quebec and Shamrocks were um, there were surprise winners five point winners of the of the junior championship um the other team were favoured oh I can't think of the name of them. it was a funny name 
a scar, a scar or something like that. And the uh, Westmead champions went to the All Ireland final last year, or the junior final last year, multi Farnham. So they have pedigree there, so it must be of a high enough standard. But young Irelanders will bring their own uh, emphasis to it as well. They've they've uh, they've represented loud before. An intermediate. They've uh, they have players with experience. If um, number of county men in their squad from underage squads. The uh, looking through the team sheet for Kilbegan, they don't they don't have any. I don't think they have any current county players. Um, and none. I don't. None of the players actually stick out as past players. Um, so you're looking at the teams, and I I said it from the outside. I said it, I said it after the intermediate, the junior final. That they have a great chance of, they have a great chance of going far in this competition. The way they set up and the way their forwards play and the the caliber of players they have throughout the side, they can really do damage. So we'll see. Um, also, going ahead today at half one in RD is the Mockers play Longwood, and that's uh, that's one of earmarked as well. I uh, I. I I seen the Longwood won. They 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 won it. I think before the semi-finals were played in Loud, they they won. They captured the Mead Intermediate Championship, and and then I remember that um, the Mockers won. The Mockers, sorry, the Mock. They they beat the Mockers years ago when they both won the Junior Champ Championships in in either county. So there was a possible rematch on the cards. Little did I know or believe that. The Mockers would actually play out that fate, and the two of them are playing together in the Leinster Intermediate Championship. They're going to be up again at Hamon O'Neill's away after getting married, and then obviously the the disappointment of the injury to to Kieran Casey Bourne, so he'll be out as well. But they could have enough to do the job, and they'll, they'll certainly they'll certainly fancy themselves and a bit of revenge as well because Long, Longwood won that fixture back in two thousand and nine. So that's that's the prelude to today. Um, we'll give a bit of a background when we get to the grounds. Uh, the Downs is, is, is a ni- it's a nice little country club um, outside of uh, Mullingar. They were county champions a couple of years ago. They would have played Mark Rangers in 2005. A couple of the Smiths played for them. They weren't bad footballers. Um, they have a lovely 500 seater stand and couple of pitches so I'm looking forward to getting down seeing it maybe having a chat with some of the young Irelanders fans that made the trip Joined here now with um, Jerry Hannity, club secretary for the Young Irelanders. Uh, well, we're ten minutes before kick off. How's the camp, Jerry? Uh, happy enough. A uh, couple of lads out now for injury, but replacements are ready to go in. No problem. Up for the game. Uh, prepared well, so they're eager to go. Get the warm up done now, and we're ready to rock. They had a good uh, few weeks after the after the win, but the the, the, the knuckle down did a bit of work, did it? They enjoyed it probably a bit too much, but <laughs> trained hard and we got a friendly under our belt against the Dublin team the other day there, and they went very well in that. So happy enough with how we're going. I think our fitness is still there, so we we think we're, we're ready. You know, we're, we're fit and we're ready. Are you, are you earmarking a good run in Leinster, or is just taking it one game at a time or bonus territory, as it's, they say? It's 
kind of bonus territory, but we want to do well because as historically we haven't performed well in Leinster, so we really want to turn that around. And we're, you know, it's it's not a lot of games to get to a big trophy, so we really really want to give a good push and have a good go at it. You know, yeah, perfect day, perfect grounds. Like think it, you're impressed. I think it'll suit us. Yeah, I think it's the slight breeze, but other than that, conditions are perfect. The pitch is in great order. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a fine setup. So I think we're, we're well set to. Have a good game. Should be a good game of football now. Not like our junior final that was a bit messy yes, and yes. bad rain, boggy ground, you know. So hopefully we get a good game of football. No excuses. Best of luck. Thanks, Thank Jerry. Thank you. Right. So that was um, Jerry Hannity. And um, the, the changes he alluded to was, and their big losses, I suppose, from the mainstay of the Dundalk and Irelanders team throughout the year. Fullback here on Murray. My main man marker is out injured with midfielder Aidan Sheeky. In comes for them, Oshie McCabe and Sean McLaughlin. Looks like uh, Peter Nixon will probably go full back. And uh, I'd say McLaughlin might go in the middle of the field. Um, big losses, but as Jerry did, perfect conditions for a great game of football. And we'll join back after the game. Well, Jerry. Um, moments after the game we're still on the field the boys are still warming down uh, that was a nervy ending very nervy we thought we'd blown it uh, penalty the last kick of the ball you, you would favour the, the penalty taker to score but blasted it wide and we're through so happy to get through but too nervous at the end now but um, overall a very good performance it was a decent performance it was far better than the, the championship final uh, we looked more fluid, better running on the ball, better passing. Good, se- we had a very good second half. And the subs played well when they came on as well. Yeah, you had a lot of depth, depth off the bench, and a special award for uh, Derek Maguire is brilliant today. A uh, masterclass in passing of the ball today, short passing, long passing. It was outstanding. It was real pleasure to watch. So on to the next one now. On to the next one. Uh, I believe it's uh, Leash. I think we have uh, up and loud. So we'll get ready for that. So we'll give it a go. Hopefully, we'll get through that. Great stuff. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. So that was Jerry Hannity there. Um, <laughs> great to get a man on the ground for the uh, Young Irelanders and their win. And just on the way home now in the car, and it's extra time with the Mockers and Longwood. So uh, really good, really good listening. And I'm going to give an update at the end of the game because it seems like high drama. Can the Mockers make it two wins from two for Loud and Leinster this Saturday afternoon? In the last few minutes of this game, they have won it by two points. One goal and ten to eleven points. Longwood do, did their best to try and stay in it and stay in it. They lost the two midfielders, but they did get the levelling score a minute into the second period of extra time. They took great heart from that Ryan Moore equaliser. But the Marcus had more in the tank in the end. And Declan Bourne, come at the hour, come at the man. His free six minutes in. That uh, gave his team back the lead, and they did well. They defended the lead well. They held on to possession, and that sideline ball on the stroke of full time from Declan Bourne has won it here for them by two points in the end. But well, what a great equipping game we've had. Very little to choose between the teams. Very well matched throughout for the Marcus. They've got over the finish line here in the end by two points. Well, there you have it. 
Democracies have done it. Two out of two for Loud and Nancy. That was brilliant. Great to listen to Colin on the way home there to hear how they actually did and how they got on. It seemed like, uh, well, what Colin said, come with the air, come to man. Dickie Bourne came up, trumps in the extra time. Two points, uh, 110 to 11 point win. And they play a least team next as well, uh, Courtwood. Um, so that's a great win. That's a great boost for the county. Two wins. Um, and that's a, the, that's great for the Mocked as well. They can go on a run too. They fancy their chances. Um, they're uh, speaking to the manager. They, they, they feel that uh, they're going to go all the way. And they want to go all the way. And after that performance, without uh, some key players, why not? Um, we get feedback from them later on. But uh, what can you say uh, about the Young Irelands, that performance? It was very controlled, very, very good game, very gripping match. It was played, it started off lovely autumnal weather, and then it, it started the hailstones just to, just with Dermot Moan's goal. And then it was, uh, was wet and wild after that in the second half. But uh, I suppose the, the, the game started out in really uh, scrappy circumstances both teams were nervous they didn't know who they were playing against there was a, it was a new experience for a lot of players and uh, the familiarity of play, playing in Westmead helped uh, Kilbeg and settle that bit better they got a couple of frees from, from uh, Westmead panellists uh, Nigel Scally was told on the ground that they, they, they did have a panellist um, Scally the midfielder he got two early frees two good frees they weren't easy and then um, they added up with the other um, the other midfielder got the third point so they went to their 3-0 lead after 11 minutes and then the Irelanders rolls back into the game through the one and only Derek Maguire he um, he wins a free kick on the 50 yard line with the wind I should have said at the start the boys played with the wind um, a very very strong gale down the field uh, uh, and it well I'll come to that now but it, it nearly suited the young Irelanders uh, Maguire gets the free kick and he booms it over and then uh, followed up again with a free from uh, Jordan O'Donoghue it was really tight free really uh, wide we really wide and then it was levelled Oshie McCabe a late introduction to the team come up and kicked a great point from play long range point um, with with uh, the just just with the use of the wind or against the wind, he just he just took a chance. And uh, no, sorry, he would have had the wind, and he, he lashed the ball over the bar. But then Kilbegan opened up another two-point lead. Uh, the corner forward Finnegan um, took a chance, uh, turned his marker, and fired it over the bar to give them a five-three lead. And uh, they were soaking up an awful lot of pressure, Young Irelanders. And a lot of people who haven't seen Young Irelanders this year would feel, oh, they're under pressure. The boys have all the possession. They're not gonna, they're not playing well. But the, but it it just suited Young Irelanders. They were soaking it up, soaking it up, frustrating the boys when they were against, when they were um, against the wind. And Dean Maguire uh, got a free brought up, and he, he, he uh, was knocked over then. Sorry, Dean for Cheryl, the midfielder for Kilbegan, knocked the free over to make it a uh, five-three, and then Maguire, Derek Maguire, kicks an absolutely super point from play, way out, out, screwed it off the right right of his boot and drilled it way over. That made a five-four, and then. Uh, they really upped the ante before half time um, 
Aaron Murray came on as a sub and was made a big impact for Peter McStraverick. He um, sprayed the ball around, got got in the Kilbegan defenders' faces, put an awful lot of pressure. Nearly too much pressure because he got because he got a black card then just before half time uh, on the 28 minute. But that pressure it forced Kilbegan across the field. It forced the goalkeeper to to kick the ball wildly across the field. Jordan O'Donoghue intercepts it. Works the ball, works the way, works his way back round to Derek Maguire, who's in full form now from long range. Takes a solo run, has a shot. He's fouled when he takes the shot. I don't think the ref was giving a free in. It meant the ball kind of hung in the air. It was on target only for the push, so he was leaned back and it hung in the air. And it was, uh, I think it was Keane O'Donoghue and Dermot Moe were unmarked on the, on the small parallelogram. And the keeper and Moe went to challenge, and the other day forward for the man for the young Ireland I don't know who. And he did the business. He, he I don't know whether he knew much about it, but it uh, Moe got the final touch. I think he just flicked it in by the goalie, and that meant the one four to five point lead, which was absolutely crucial, um, because uh, it meant the boys had to come out and. Uh, that was always going to suit suit the Young Islanders. Second half is scrappy again. Like a couple of free kicks. Uh, Scally gets another free. Two frees either side of Jordan O'Donoghue freeze. Um, Dean Maguire is really impactful early on. Driving at them. Um, they had to solo the ball again. The wind. Into that uh, harsh wind. And no better man than Dean Maguire. He drove up the field. And all the while... Um, the Oilers were emptying the bench with Aaron Rodgers coming in and uh, it really it really uh, yeah for uh, Peter Nixon so, but it really meant that they were, they were able to cope with anything really because they were fresher and they, they could they could they could really control the game from that period on they knew they had the lead uh, the two O'Donoghue's got a lot more possession in the second half they kept the wit and uh, it got very scrappy then uh, Keane O'Donoghue got the point from play that made it one seven to seven. That was three points in it. Got very scrappy for the next five or six minutes. No, nothing really happening. Just ball going across the field, and then uh, Kilbegan's right half back gets a red card for a second yellow. Scrappy then again. No, nothing really happening in the game, and then in the fifty second minute. Uh, one of the fennels gets a gets a red card for an altercation with Derek Maguire on the line. Kind of nothing in it. Uh, Maguire nudged him and your man shoved him in the chest and he went off with a red card. That means they were there 13 men with 15 minutes to play. The Irelanders picked them off. Aaron Rodgers came up uh, on the counter-attack team after, uh, after Mark Savage, who was playing the sweeping role, picked the ball up off the line. And then uh, Dean Maguire added, uh, added another point, which meant uh, there was five points in it. Two, two men advantage. Um, the Irish looked to have seen the game out. Scally gets a free to leave four in it. Then McLaughlin picks up a second yellow card. Good shift, but that meant the numerical advantage wasn't so much. <coughs> if uh, Fennel gets a free, massive goal chance. They hit the post to Kilbegan, but then uh, last few minutes from that from that goal chance to miss, uh, Fergus Sheikhi knocks the ball, knocks the ball wide and short. 
but it's inside the uh, it's inside the 14 yard line hot ball um, next thing the ball, the ball gets thrown in number t- uh, 10 gets on it flicks it to number 28 the, the sub nannery he gets pulled down for a penalty 1-9-9 game in the balance penalty number 15 Finnegan gets it you think it's going to be he's going to finish this extra time Ireland's going to be kicking themselves he kicks it wide absolute relief all over the young Irelanders um, having done so much to control the entire game they would have been absolutely raging with themselves but they did enough got over the line and they actually look good enough now once to get iron a few things out um, although it was tighter than they would have liked they still have a lot of potential there I caught up with the manager Adrian Donaghy Donahue after the game and here's his reaction now Adrian Donoghue, the Dawkins Irelanders manager. How's the nerves after the last? Uh, oh, listen, <laughs> listen. One thing about our boys is they, they, uh, you know, <laughs> they live on the edge a wee bit too much for my liking. To be honest with you, we should have, we shouldn't. You know, it was a great game. It probably was a good game to watch. It was. They were, they were far. I have to say, they were a far better team than I thought after watching them a couple of weeks ago. They were, they were put a real. Uh, big challenge up to us uh, we made a lot of mistakes but we kept in the game uh, we were lucky that we got a goal a crucial goal uh, uh, just before half time and we went in ahead that was massive psychological boost to us um, the, the boys in fairness in the second half to come out they regrouped in the, at half time there was a lot of hard words said at half time and I think the boys reacted to it they want this I know that they want it I know that they want to win a Leinster want to win an All-Ireland I, I believe they're capable of doing that and uh, uh, it showed there the mental strength towards the end uh, to, to, to keep the constant attacks out I thought it was it was impressive because you, you went 3-0 down and yeah. it, was, it was a ropey enough start for you it so. was yeah we were I probably it's a funny thing we had three weeks lead into it uh, which a lot of people think that that is uh, a big advantage it's, it's actually not because you know it's a long time since we played again we had celebrations we were coming down of a not, not you know this team is only uh, back playing uh, sort of a week after the celebrations so like we, we should have a far uh, more of an upper hand in that game uh, but in fairness to them they put a massive challenge up they got three points ahead uh, we didn't panic our boys don't panic we know that we can uh, we know that we can uh, sustain that and overcome that they scored seven points they got three points up in the five, first five or ten minutes but they ended up with only seven points again a testament to the, the, the resilience of our defence and the mental strength it nearly shows against the wind um, yeah. your game plan it's nearly perfect for soaking up yeah. the pressure it is in fairness uh, it does soak up that pressure it puts the, uh, 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 the forwards under a lot of pressure um, they don't get too much uh, easy scores they're not their delivery the, the, the possession going into them is, is always under pressure so you know it, it does suit it does suit that sort of uh, so we don't care if it's with the wind or against the wind uh, probably didn't maximise the wind ourselves that's dis- disappointing it's something that we have to work on uh, but uh, I thought in fairness look it's it's the 17th game we still haven't conceded a goal even though we had a penalty in the last second so it's an amazing achievement still and we're going to keep, we're going to keep focusing on that and keep that momentum speaking going speaking of goals Dermot's yeah. goal Dermot Mullen's goal yeah. just for half time yeah 
Oh, it was massive. It was a massive thing because we were soaking so much pressure. They were on top uh, for a large portion of the first half. Uh, then we got a couple of nice scores back there. Maguire scored a couple of beautiful points, uh, which kept us in touch. And then we got that crucial goal, uh, big high ball into square. And uh, luckily, we got we got the goal from it. And we went in two points ahead, which is a massive psychological blow to them. Yeah. Because they were, in fairness to them, they were on top for the first 15 or 20 minutes. And you emptied your bench. And they, they, all, they all had a great impact. Oh, that's the. We. I'm blessed that I have players that you could literally pick the team in the dark. Uh, we have so many great players that can move into positions. They all understand the different roles. They all understand what's expected of them, and they're very good players. When you can bring on players like uh, Aaron Murray and Johnny Lynch and Aaron uh, Rogers and Shadam and and uh, who else went on there? Aiden uh, Sheehy. Aiden Sheehy. You know what I mean? Like it's amazing stuff. Peter McStravick. You know all these. And, and look, that's the beauty. That's why I think that this might be for us because you know we are, we're getting the rubber to green. We have a great panel of players and they all contribute when they come on. They all make an impact and that's what we've been working towards and thankfully uh, it showed today. And then you'll take an awful lot of confidence from today as well. Like going forward, like a win yeah. away from home. Like. Yeah. Listen, look, uh, look, a lot of people, we will take massive confidence from today. A lot of people go into these these competitions after winning a championship, uh, almost feeling that anything is a bonus. We we don't think like that. We 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 don't think it's a bonus. We want to win this. So uh, that's the attitude that we have. We'll have a tough training session uh, on Tuesday and Thursday, and we prepare for the next game with intentions to go out to win the whole competition. We don't think it's bonus territory. We think it's where we want to be at the beginning of the season and where we're going to go to. So that's that's we want to go to the final. We want to win a Lens. We want to win. All Ireland, and, and that's what our goals are set. But it gives me great confidence seeing the 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 the, uh, the strength of the teams, so the mental strength of the team, and the fact that they didn't panic towards the end. There was a wee bit of panic, but they still kept the composure and uh, they saw out the game, even though it was very very close at the end. You know, so uh, very proud of the boys, very proud of the effort, and we put two heavy weeks in now for for preparing for the next game. Great stuff, Adrian. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Fair play. Great words there from Adrian. You can see why um, Young Irelanders have won this year. There's a passionate man over them. Um, he's too young for his control the second half for them, keeping the wit and just uh, punching holes uh, in the defence of um, Kilbegan. Uh, the strong aspirations. I think I started the, the um, podcast of bonus territories. No bonus territory for the Young Irelanders. They feel they can go all the way. And looking at the way the systems play, it could be a little bit too sophisticated for anyone in Leinster. And then a Derek Maguire, it's a very, very hard man to handle. Um, no other junior teams in the county will be able to handle him, in the country maybe would be able to handle him. She's I'm building him up now. But um, Dublin are usually woeful at junior level as well. So uh, Westmead team, Multifarnham went all the way to the All-Ireland final. So there's no reason why they can't. And it's great to have that they have that ambition. Um We'll be previewing, uh, next week we'll be previewing all of the uh, club championship games. Um, the Mockers after the fine win now have an away trip down to uh, Courtwood and Leash. Um, the the Courtwood would have uh, Niall Donoghue. Um, he'd be the most well-known player, left foot, or usually wing-back, but he operates in the forwards and the 40 for them. White and black team, very similar colours to um, Longwood. So nothing to fear. Maybe they they feel they're in bonus territory, but they can go all the way too. Um, and 
like we have success in that in the intermediate competition, looking at forward and the Mahonies, the Geraldines, the O'Connells all went went far in, in the competition. So we'll be previewing that next week, and then um, the Irelanders will be playing uh, Anna now from uh, Leash as well. They'll have them at home, possibly in Dowdles Hill, I'd say, or maybe the Clans. That that uh, that that they won't fear them either. They, they they're also an intermediate in their first year uh, in junior, and they've gone straight back up, very similar to the Young Irelanders. They'll, uh, they've, they've Donald Miller probably would have played in the early in the mid noughties big tall red haired midfielder a few other younger players as well and uh, to look out for and then last but not least the Blues they'll, they'll be playing Era Oak from Carlo they'll fancy their chances they'll probably have been eyeing up Leinster truth be told after the loss to Ratnew last year really disappointing so they'll um They'll be well fancy there. I know they have Sean Gannon, a Carlo player, well known Carlo player, but um, they'll be fancy their chances. And that'll be the Sunday, the 11th, and the other two games are on the Saturday again. So we'll be previewing them next week. Um, if you have ideas you want to let me know, and maybe you want me to chat to one of the your club uh, has stuff going on, it'd be great to help it out and have, have the crack. Um, I have a few ideas coming up. I'd like to pick my loud panel. I hear the train at the moment. I'd like to pick mine before any names gets out. Then maybe compare. I'd love to get sit down with Wayne, have a chat with him. The under twenty one competition is um, is starting this Friday night. Uh, I think there's twenty one teams, twenty two teams involved. So it's great, uh, great participation, and it's a great competition. Um, Jesus, when you think the season is finishing up, it's coming into November and it's only hotting up with, with the amount of activity going. Um, uh, so, if you want, follow me on on uh, SoundCloud. We are loud on SoundCloud, on Twitter, uh, loud and proud on Facebook as well. And um, please do subscribe on iTunes. It's great to get the, the boost the numbers up, and very appreciate of it. Um, we're on a good run of momentum and I feel uh, it's growing every week and I just want to thank you all I'd like to thank Adrian and Jerry for chatting to me today I'd like to thank the Young Islanders and the Moctis for providing the wins and the victories and thank you for listening so until next week chat soon <laughs>